Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rayo Sunny Podcast. I'm your host, Seti. Joining me, as always, is Rumpas. Uh, Pat, Pat is, I don't know where he is, so, um, <laughs> shout out to Pat. Uh, <laughs> he, yeah, yeah, he's very, he's a very important man. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's been a couple, it's been a couple, it's been a, like, it's been a, like, at least, a, at least a month, maybe a little bit more, last time we recorded something. Um, lots to get into, um. Uh, both off, on and off the field when it comes to uh, Monterrey. So let's just dive in right in. Uh, Rompas, uh, Monterrey is currently second in the table. Last I checked, uh, Toluca's just, just by one point ahead. Um, Monterrey has been in, in, at the top of the table in back-to-back weeks, you know, having that goal differential, uh, you know, tiebreaker go their way. Um, but regardless, this team has looked way better under Vucetic. Um I can't even rec- like this team just is just unrecognizable when it comes to like the way they're playing, the way they're scoring. Um, long they they've come a long way since um, you know Javier Aguirre had them, and it was just so boring to watch. Um, yeah. So let me just start out with this. What have you liked? Let's start with the good. What have you liked? Who's impressed you? Um, the floor is yours. Go ahead. All right. Well, first, let me uh, apologize because I'm outside and uh, there's a lot of weird people here making weird noises. So just so if people listen to that, don't be afraid. It's just I live in a poor neighborhood, so that tends to happen. So basically, uh, when it comes to Rayaus, uh, who would have known? Um, I I think the last time we spoke, um, at least me, I still have the the same hesitations towards uh, Busetich, but uh, we have to give credit when it's due. He has been able to manage through um, a few a few hiccups, uh, meaning we didn't have the starting goalkeeper for four weeks, maybe five even. And then uh, we had our, our starting left winger for like... 20 yeah. minutes <laughs> we had our we only had our side i don't even think we, we, we i don't think i don't think we talked about you know that i don't think the last time we talked like that was before that happened so like we only had our set our starting left winger for like 20 minutes yeah 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 the, 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 it was a couple of uh not a couple at least three players that got injured um obviously joao rojas being the most significant one because he's out for the next seven months so that's uh that's really a shame because even though you can say you could argue well you only saw it like 15 minutes but he was making a difference yeah. to the point he 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 actually participated on the two goals to to overcome america's yeah uh, uh he, he he had he 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 ate miguel Ayun alive like the two, mm-hmm. the two, the two goals. Like, I, I remember in that game, I was like, "Why don't they have Rojas? Like, why don't they bring him in? Like, or, or at least attack Miguel? Like, because we we know Miguel Ayun's a terrible defender. It's like, why why are you attacking them? And then as soon as they put in Rojas, boom! And then all of a sudden, you know, it's Miguel Ayun who does something. You know, does a little dribble and, um, yeah, you know, Rojas pivots and and his knees is shredded. Yeah, so. Funny part is that it's not even a dribble. I think that the ball was behind him. Like he missed the, uh, he he didn't know what the ball was, so he had to like adjust. And with within those two seconds, like Rojas started uh, 
try to step back to it and I, I, I have the like the image in my head like the knee uh, did a, a sort of like a rebound that it's not supposed to do so as soon as I saw that because I saw it on TV and literally the 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 camera was right there so you just can you just can tell right it's like he got fucked up I just call it as it is I remember that there was a lot of uh, uh noise here with the press here in Monterey because yeah uh they all tweeted out that uh, he he was out walking he, he was gonna be fine and and then boom he's out for the next eight months he has to do he has to go through surgery yeah so you know me on Twitter so I went at him at everybody pretty much yeah because because on the Fox like in the US I think Fox Deportes does what like because um, in the NFL, they, 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 it's type of similar injury when you tear like your ACL or your, you know your knee injury. They usually don't um, like show a replay of like what exactly happened. You know, they'll, they'll they try not to like show. You know, if a guy like really messes up his knee, you know, they'll try not to show it. Or if it's like you know if it goes backwards or whatever. They, and then I've seen it like on Twitter, like from like the Fox Deportes in Mexico, like they actually showed the replay. And mm-hmm. that's when I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's his knee, and that's not good, um, you know, because I think it, it it just it looked at, you know it looked like an NFL injury when when a, you know uh, a running back or a wide receiver messes up their knee, um, you know, and and like you were saying, the, the press kind of calmed that's, down the waters, and it just it, it didn't it didn't go well for them. That's right, because I mean they they already done that with with Esteban Andrada. Like I don't recall if we talked about it on the last. Uh, the last time that we spoke, but uh, I remember that when Andrada got injured, he was like that. He was, he was like, there was nothing to it, apparently. And then again, boom, six weeks out. So that was the first time that I got mad at him at the, at the insiders, quote unquote. And uh, we had a, even on a space on Twitter when I, Went at Felipe Galindo because he was the only one with the balls to get in there, and uh, he was really good about it. He was like, you know what, it was my mistake. He just said, I jumped the gun there and this and that. So, so we appreciate that. But the thing is that uh, that's that that was my whole point. Uh, Santiago Furcade was there. Uh, Felipe was there. Well, William Gonzalez, a lot of important figures from the press. Uh, here in Monterey, uh, and uh, I told them all, like, you have to be held accountable because you have a responsibility. It's not like, like, uh, if, uh, let's let's put it like this. Even me, I know where to, like, just don't just don't tweet that because it's gonna it's gonna make too much noise, so it's gonna be too. Uh, weird, or it's gonna be this or, or whatever. Even I know that. So I'm not a, a journalist. I, I didn't went to school for that. I I basically don't have any responsibility whatsoever. So that was, and, and I remember that. And if you yeah, you're not this, you're I'm not verified. Not. You're not a verified account. <laughs> you're not um, so, working for a, a media company. You, I mean, at the end of the day, if people want to believe you, that's that's on them. I don't remember who. Well, you know, you usually get, a, you know, people 
I, I, you know, it's a, it's a, it's more of a meme. You know, when you tweet out stuff during the transfer window, like you know, you're not a journalist. You're not supposed to be hitting, you know, 100% or you know, verifying. You know, at the end of the day, people if people want to believe you, that's on them. If they don't want to believe you, and I, I remember you tweeted that, like nobody's forcing you to believe, you know, what you tweet out. I mean, you're just. You're just a, a Twitter account. If, if people want to believe, <laughs> people want to believe you. You know, that's it's it's just let's get a spade a spade. I mean, I get why people uh, might get confused and and say, well, Lopez is telling the truth. I never said. I usually when when it comes to the transfer window, when I have the information, you can tell by the way I tweet it out. Like you can tell. Because most of the time, I just do it like, uh, I, I do this like uh, uh, with the uh, interrogations uh, or, or exclamation uh, yeah. signs. It depends. But if I have it, like I have the information, for instance, when Pabon went to Nacional, I had the information. So I tweeted out specific things about the transfer. But when it's just, Like you said, like a meme here over here, we call it mommy. So when it's mommy, it's mommy, and it's not my fault. I get what you're you're trying to pin it out on me, but I mean, it is what it is. But you're not, again, yeah, you're not a journalist. But um, exactly, I'm let, Let's go a back. Journalist. Let's go back. Um, we kind of off, you know, went off topic a little bit, but like, and like you said, Vucitich, credit where credits due. He, he's managed through, you know, injuries to Andrada. Rojas, Aguirre's back, but, you know, he was out for, for a couple of weeks. Um, you know, this team is still not at it. And I remember missing Duan Vergara, I should say. Um, you know, he's still missing a lot to his offense. And then, you know, we're going to talk about Cesar Montes right now. But, like, there's a lot of moving parts to the team. And he's still managing, you know, he still has a team in the top four, you know, where they want to be. Um You know, we're pretty much at the halfway point of the season, if not close to it. Um, but yeah, he's he's been. You, know, you, you and I, you and I were critical of him, but um, he's he's been he's been pretty good. He's been really good. Like, there's no you can't deny it. I mean, we're, we're recording after the game, not after the game, but like the after, you know the, the game that 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 was last weekend was against Leon, and <laughs> I haven't seen that type of Monterrey performance in a while, where they were just you know they were just. I, it's the the Monterrey that you know in Mohamed's first stint where they were just they, they just came at you with goals and goals and goals and and there was just nothing you can do about it. Um, but what what, what, what makes it? Go ahead. What I'm gonna cut you off. What what makes it interesting, Paulo Pusetich, is that uh he has this um uh, let's call it touch or feeling or whatever. That uh, for instance, uh, he he got Aguirre in two goals. Then Aguirre went out because of an injury. Then Berterame came in two goals. Then Funes Mori four goals. Like he he's then Ponchito three goals in one game. So my point is, he has been uh, sharing the responsibility of the actual scoring part. Like, it's not like Aguirre when, if it wasn't Funes Mori or Maxi Mesa, then you're not going to score at all. Now, now you almost feel like anybody can score. Like, you can name them, like Romo, 
Celso, even Stefan scored against uh, America. Uh, he has two goals even. So that's the part that like that's him. That's that's the the managing part of the of the game. Like he's been doing good. I mean, a lot of a lot of people that heard the last part uh, could argue like, well, you you said this and that before, yeah, because it's it's better to be a historian than to be a prophet, right? So at the moment, we have to acknowledge that Busetich is doing really good, and and it's 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 not gonna take away from whatever we said in the past because that was then. Right. Yeah. That was before anything happened. So, to, to yeah, you, you're able to, to change out. your mind. You can change your mind. And I've never understood, like, hey, you know, I'm presented new evidence or new, you know, new, uh, new information. I'm able to change my mind. This is really, you know, I was skeptical about him just because we saw what happened last season, and you know, where Monterrey is built to win now. You need an off. You know, they spend a lot of money on offensive players. They need somebody that's gonna you know, tap into that potential. And, you know, he's done it. You know, he, 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 Monterrey has been really, I think they're the highest scoring team or, you know, when it comes to goals scored. Um, and he's had that touch and, and you're able to say, you know what, man, guys, guys worked out. He's, you know, I, I'd rather be wrong than be right. I, I, I would always rather be wrong when it comes to Monterrey than, than be right and have my, like my skepticism proven right. Um, and right now, what's it teach has been doing that. Um, when it comes to like the players, um, who's really impressed you? Who 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 have you liked? Um, there's a lot of guys that have really hit the ground running, both on the on the you know at forward, at defense, even midfield. Who who who's been that? Who's been that one player that's kind of stood out to you? Uh, two of them. Um, not three. Three of them that I didn't expect. Uh. This growth in so little time. There's two, Romo and Pizarro. They're they're like they're on this ascending momentum. That if it keeps going, that's good for us. I mm-hmm. mean, they're they're playing better every single time. Romo, you can see him like without that pressure that he used to have. Maybe because Busetich was the one who found them. So mm-hmm. maybe he's He's more used to playing with Borbus mm-hmm. Beach than for anyone else. So he he you can see him like just in, in his demeanor, you can see he's more uh, comfortable, right? And Pizarro, obviously we all know what Pizarro can do. He he is the type of player that can just you, you just get him the ball and he's gonna do whatever I, is necessary. To, I to, think to, what's helped Pizarro is that he's not like we're not asking him to be like the main star. Like I think what he thrives in is an, in a supporting role. Like if he he doesn't have to if he's not your first, second, maybe even third best player or you know on the on the attack. If he's your fourth, fifth, or sixth, that's where you can shine because there's no really no pressure on him to like okay you got to save us you know you got to create something you know because it's, you know I, I think having players like Aguirre, Veterami, even Funes Mori, like those are your three attacking yeah. options. After that, you know, Pizarro can can chip in whether it's creating something or, or scoring one himself, and I think that's the role that's best for him. He's not he's he's your fourth option on this team, you know, and I think that's what's kind of helped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's uh, 
a huge part of 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 the reason why he's he's uh he's showing a um, a greater performance that 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 has a lot to do with it because you're not as you said as a fan you're not expecting Pizarro to do three goals and to have three assists or no you just expect Pizarro to do one or two key passes maybe a goal and if does if that doesn't happen maybe he can throw a nugget and that's all right so even you were saying he he he, he should be the fourth option well I, I would say fifth because Maxi Mesa has more responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Even Pochito's so, been ahead of even Pochito. If you want to say hell, like he, he, okay. he's probably like the sixth best, like op, you know, attacking player. You know, that that Monterrey can lean on, and I think, like you said, um, or like I said, um, that that's probably the role that's best for him. Where he's not, you're not asking him to be a star player. You're asking him to be a supporter. You know, a supporting cast member. And I think that's what some players, some players just. You know they're they're not star players, but it doesn't mean they can't be good. They can't be really good supporting players. You know, have someone that can come off the bench. And I think he's done that a little bit, where he, like he comes off the bench and he provides something because I think that's what Monterrey has needed too. And we kind of saw it, you know, in that America game. Not to go back to it, but like it's key that Monterrey has one or two players that can come off the bench and and mm-hmm. give them something. You know, so uh, uh, who's that? Who's that? Who's the third player? I think you said you had you had three, or, or was it two? Those two, those two, the first two, like Romo and Pizarro, was because I wasn't expecting them to to go that fast. I mean, Romo, he has been better every game since last tournament, but in this one, he is a different player, mm-hmm. and uh, Pizarro as well. But uh, the third one, it was, it, it is uh, Poncho Gonzalez, because. I'm not going to name the obvious. Obviously, Aguirre and Berterame. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, obvious. you expect it. And, you know, they were the top they were the top goal scorers, like, you know, in, in the league. They weren't, they weren't coming from another league, so there was no, like, you know, they didn't need to adapt. You know, they just needed to gel with, with you know, the team, and that, that's about it. Like, they didn't have to adapt to the league, to the country. And they were already there, so it's not, it wasn't like, you know, they hit the ground running. Exactly. So, so that's why uh, Ponchito... I would uh, consider him uh, first because uh, he he has done a couple of good tournaments and one he was the top scorer uh, back in 2000. I think it was 2017 or maybe 18. I, I don't recall the exact tournament, but I remember that he was like he had like six goals and, and that was it. But not so much for because of the of the goals itself, because I mean it is good, but uh, it's not his job, right? So it's not that. But the way he's owning to to that part of the field, like on the inside of the field, you just let him be, and uh, he has been doing great assists. He has been. On 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 point when when the team needs the ball to be like retained, he knows how to stop the game and just and and, and calm everybody. So for me, him has been the most uh, influential of all because uh, he 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 has that, and obviously he has the talent. So mm-hmm. 
I think I think he's gonna be. I mean, he, we already knew he had the talent. Obviously, injuries and inconsistency. But I think he might be one of those players that you might consider like a late bloomer. Like he's, I think he's twenty seven, twenty eight years old. Um, he's in the middle of his prime. Um, and you know, obviously, you know, he had the talent. He always had the talent. You know, it's just finding the consistency and and trying to stay healthy. But um, it yeah. seems like he's putting it all together now. Um, uh, I, I just to piggyback off of you know just the players that have kind of like surprised me. Um, mm-hmm. Or at least, you know, kind of caught, caught my attention um, on the back end. I really like uh, Hector Moreno. Like, I, yeah. I wasn't expecting much from Moreno just because, you know, he's 35 years old. You know, he had the age, or I think he's 35, 35. I don't know. He's in his mid-30s already. But, you know, you're not expecting him to start. I was, you know, I was thought maybe he'll be the third guy. Um, but Sebastian, and we'll talk about it right now with terms of players that have kind of disappointed. But Sebastian Vegas has pretty much lost his job. Um, to to Moreno, um, and then somebody else on the back line, or at least the other two guys I can't choose between. But our fullbacks, Stefan Medina and Eric Aguirre, Aguirre looks like, and we'll talk about this with like Montes, but like the guy looks really really well. Obviously, he wants to go be on the Mexican national team to, that goes to Qatar in November, um, mm-hmm. but he's he's been really really good uh, offensively. Uh, Stefan Medina, um, you know. He scored two goals. <laughs> he wasn't much of a goal scorer, and then he scores two goals. Um, uh, and he's been really good defensively, especially now. Um, again, we'll talk about this in a moment. We're, we're delaying the inevitable with um, him moving into center back um, on the right side. Uh, look at his numbers against uh, Leon. Looked really good in terms of like clearances and all that. Um, so I, I like that he's gone back to the level that you expect from him. Uh, so our back line is like really, I really liked our back line, you know. And uh, just to throw it out there, um, again, uh, I mean, I don't like to repeat myself, but another, this is another time where you can use the same phrase, like giving credit when it's due, also for Mochis. Because uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he started, yeah, yeah. Start, he started, he started the, off terrible, yeah. He started, those first two games are, yeah, I think he, gave, he conceded like seven goals. It was, it was, it was. I mean, people were talking. I was even myself. I'm like, okay, we cannot. You cannot keep going. You know, you cannot try to outscore your problems. Um, that's like it's a dangerous game. But he's really responded well. And now some people are are you know, I think we can talk about this a little bit. Are, are debating whether Andrada or Monchi should, should be the starter. To me, um, Andrada. To me, I, you can't lose your job for injury. Um, you know, I think you can lose your job if you're performing terribly. And I, I think I just go back to like. You know, again, the NFL, just because it's just similar, you know, starting quarterback. Um, you're supposed to have a good backup. It's good to have a good backup because you never know what can happen to your starter. Starter goes out, you know, hurts his knee or, or something goes up. It's nice to have, like, a security blanket that he can be the starter. Um, mm-hmm. And then, but again, a backup. And I, and I can go, this is against hockey because it, it's the same position, a goalie. But, like, the backup, you know, once you give him that um, larger role, or in terms of like you're not just the backup anymore, you're the starter. Can you handle the pressure? Uh, some of them are able to thrive. Some of them are not able to thrive. Um, to me, I would still go with Andrada uh, until he until he loses it. Like if he's, but he would have like a short lease. I wouldn't say oh, okay, you know, you can screw up two or three games. No, he knows that he once he comes back, he has to hit the ground running. Um, I'll give him maybe one game just to get the rust out. You know, he's already playing with like the 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 youth team to get you know get some some momentum, get some reps. Um, but he's gonna he would probably have like a short leash where it's like maybe two games 
but you know month after maybe a game or two you got to show us that you know you're 100 percent you're 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 good to go because if not then we got another guy that, that's chomping at the bits but um yeah, but yeah cool. Munchies, Munchies has really been really really good and, and like i said it's really good to have backup players because you never know what can happen and it's good that you can have guys that are, can step in and 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 when I called upon can can deliver um now, but, it, it, you did mention it uh really well um sorry the motorcycle um uh the, the whole point here is how he gained that uh that in position if he was as you said if you if you would have been like uh uh andrada made a He kept making mistakes. He kept like, you know, for example, if he had like multiple performances, like he did, like you know, letting in like dumb goals, like he did against Tigres, you know, against um, Tovan, you know, those types of mistakes. If he had like two or three performances where it was that, and like those were like the tying goal or whatever. If if, if there was performances like that back to back, or you know, three three or four consecutive, then you know, you know, that I, I would be okay. Yeah, you know what, dude, you got to sit down and, until Monchi's loses the job then you can I mean, you can have another crack at it but like he lost his job to injury um you know well, things happen um but that's just, that's just my opinion i know some other people are, are still rather it, go with the munchies it is i think that most people uh, think that way and and they're, they're not wrong i mean uh because it's just it's just it just makes sense because you, you brought him here for a reason if not you would have uh you wouldn't Got him. Like you would have said from the jump, like let's just go with Mochi. So as a club, you're you're saying you're you're stating that uh you you need a a a goalkeeper. So you you bring him in, and again he he didn't make any huge mistakes. He was an injury. So it is it is it just makes sense to have him back. I mean, as as uh was uh. Watching the press today, uh, I think that, that they're gonna have matches against Necaxa this Friday, and then in Toluca is gonna start uh, is gonna start Andrada, and then for Clásico and so on and so forth. And that's good. I mean, the the great thing here is that that uh, we know now that uh, we have a a great backup. And uh, who knows? Maybe even in the future we can talk about it as something different. But right now, yeah, this for the years, one two years to come, I would definitely put my money on, on Andrada being the, the starting goalkeeper. Mm -hmm. But just just call it spade a spade. He's better than Mochi. Yeah, That's it. it's just like like I said, like we we everybody's favorite player on the team is the backup because you never know what they're going to give you. Um, but again, it's it, it's different when you're asked. Okay, here's a Liga game. We need to win. You know, <laughs> you need we need like we've never seen Monchis in in that in those types of games where we need to win. Um, for example, the San Luis game uh, last year. None of that was Andrade's fault. <laughs> like he was really really good. I mean, it's just you know we couldn't convert on goalkeeper or you know on on penalty kicks, and our offense wasn't very you know productive. You know. Mm -hmm. um, It, 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 like I said, until he loses the job, then you know I think you can give it to to Mochis. But until then, um, you know Andrade's the keeper, you know, and you have you're you're wasting a foreign spot for a reason on him. Yeah. And and obviously they know more, you know, they, they're at practice, they know 
you know, I don't want to shit on him, but like, you know, he, he's he's a good backup. He's a really good backup, and you're supposed to have good backups because you never know what can happen with your starters, whether it's injuries or 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 form. It's good, you know. I think that's what Monterrey has a lot of money, and they can afford to have, like, a, you know, afford really good backup players, and that's what's good to have when when you're a really good team. You know, keep going on the same line of of of, of, uh, of the same train of thought. Uh, one thing that caught my attention, not this game, the last game before before Leon. I remember against Pumas, right? Yeah, you would, that, yes. that was almost, okay. Monterey did like three substitutions, and it was like, uh, let's take out Pizarro, and then Gallardo goes in. Then let's take uh, Berterame, and Aguirre goes in. Then let's. So, my point being, what a fucking bench we have right now. Yeah. Even though Gallardo is not at his top level, he's still better than most yeah yeah he, you know if you're asking him to give me here man give me 20 minutes 20 20 you know 20 to 30 minutes of like offensive football like okay that's good that's better than than most um i think you know you limit his ability to make mistakes yeah. um you know and i think that's good that's good to have like you need a good bench and that's something we haven't had like last year it was just a bunch of like youth players it was Excellent. you know so it was just it was either jansen or a good guy like a youngster that's yeah. it so now and 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 uh this this is great because if somebody knows how to how to handle those type of uh of uh teams is positive he has had in the past teams where there's the stars and there's the like the the, the substitution that he knows that That they are going to respond at the at the moment they they called upon. So it's it's really good. I mean, for instance, uh, it, well, it's just different. It's just different, and, and it, it, it's it's much better for the club, obviously. And uh, I wanted to 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 touch on a, a quick thing. You you did mention it, and I just wanted to expand it a little bit. Aguirre, like not not Rodrigo, but Eric. My God, what a fucking good player he is. You can put him whatever you want. You can even put him as a, a fucking striker and he's just gonna deliver. That kid is the best. We're gonna get to, I'm gonna get to it right now, but I think his days and more, I, especially if he, if he gets good minutes at the World Cup, I think, you know, we're gonna have to start talking about, okay, his, his days are numbered here. Um, But yeah, he's been really, really good. He's been, he's been, he's been fantastic. Whether it's at left back, right back, playing a little bit in the midfield, you know, he's really. It's, I think, I can say it right now. I think if you're asking me which other player is going to go to Europe, um, that's the guy that's going to go. Um, and that's why I said his, his days, especially if he if he beats out, you know, some of the guys at the left back or right back position in, in the Mexican national team. I think he's he's going to be primed for people asking about him or, or at least intri you know inquiring about him um but let's talk about guys that have kind of disappointed us let's keep it moving um to me and i think pretty much we can all echo this sebastian vegas has been really really poor um like i said he lost his job to, to Hector moreno like he, i don't know what it is with him um and we kind of saw a little bit against leon i've seen some of his like defending um he got like in one of them he got a little bit humiliated like he got a, a He got nutmegged um, on one of them, and I was like, "Man, this guy is 
kind of I don't know I don't want I like I'm not the type of fan that kind of like likes to mix his personal life or or whatever that goes on the pitch. I mean these are adults, um, you know. It's you're professional. You you're able to handle both. Um, but I don't know what exactly is wrong with him. Uh, you know, Monterrey has been really great, but like that's been like the biggest um, blemish. Um, and I just wanted to get your take on him. What what what, what do you see with him in the future, or, or at least this season? Um, because you know, obviously, uh, foreign spots are going to be shrinking. Or you know, go down one, um, and you know, if, he, if he's your backup, uh, even as a backup, he hasn't been really really good. But where, where's your where are you standing on with him? Because to me, he's been the most disappointing player of the season. He, he has been. He has been the the from the level that we already saw from him. When he he just came here, like we said that in this podcast two years back, like he was the best signing in quite a while. Uh, he was showing a level that uh, it was excelling, it was excelling. But uh, but again, I don't know what happened. I wouldn't be able to pinpoint exactly what happened. But to lose your position to a thirty-four year, yeah. <laughs> Six volumes, bro. Now, now, to be fair, um, at the moment, because of of Montes' uh, situation, now he could get back on the starting eleven, and he could get back to that level that we know he can deliver. Because obviously, but do you think he's gonna go like uh, in your gut, like? We kind of he he got into the starting eleven against Leon. It was okay, man. Like it wasn't like you know like he it, out of the back line he was the worst. Um, do you think he can recover his form or like Wusi Tichson? I mean, I'm pretty sure losing his job was like Wusi Tichson sending him a message like, hey man, I, I would rather go with a guy way out of his prime now. Like Moreno was not in his prime, uh, and you never know with his age. Um, I, that, I, I trust that more than a guy that's like what 25 26 years old or yeah. not even i think he's 25 i think he's 25 or something like that um you know you're in the middle of your prime i'd rather go with the guy that you know is out of his prime and you never know what the player in his mid-30s you know i rather I, he'd rather go with that than with you and that that to me was like really like kind of stood out um it, to it, that. It, is, it, it is to send a message but the thing is let's just uh break it down uh, with Montes leaving, which we will address in a moment, with Montes leaving, you have to have Medina on the center back, on the right side. You're going to have Moreno on the left side. So the, the most logical way to approach it would be to have Aguirre on the right side and Vegas on the left left mm-hmm. side on the, on the pitch. Because if not, you would have to play with Epson Gutierrez. That would be a me- like he actually did that against Pumas. Though that, that's to me yeah. that was like the message that he sent to him. Like <laughs> I would rather go with this kid, or not even a kid. He's like a guy in his mid twenties already. I would rather go with him than with you, like or Vegas. You know, like that. That was the message that like really caught my attention when against Pumas, where it's like Edson Gutierrez. Like he, he would rather go with Edson Gutierrez than Sebastian Vegas. Like that is a message to him and say you gotta get your shit together because or else. Yeah. I would I would go with that guy over you, and to me, um, that I think he 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 has to take advantage of the rest of the season because if not, yes. then then I mean you can't have a foreign you can't have a foreigner spot be taken by a guy that you're just waiting to see if he's gonna figure it out. Like to me, yeah. 
you just can't do that. Like, you know, he's so he's just that. It's just that that uh, I think is the last call for him. Uh, he he if he recovers that just half of what he was showing, that's all right. He could stay here, but if he loses his uh starting position to. It's gonna be to a younger player. It's gonna be yeah, either younger player or Edson Gutierrez. <laughs> yeah. If he loses his job to a youth player or Edson Gutierrez, then that's a sign that you know what, man. I think his days are gonna be numbered, and I wouldn't be surprised if in the in the winter transfer window, you know, they either sell him to another Mexican team or Brazilian team or maybe a, like a, a lower level European team. Um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens with him because um, he's, he's been he's been to me. I don't even, like. I look at the entire team like. There's really been nobody like extremely like damn like he's really falling off a cliff, you know like nobody like there's nobody that you can point to except Sebastian Vegas and it's so noticeable that you know we'll see what happens with him because we know that he has a a, a higher level. I mean he he's a reason why he got he gets called up to the Chile national team. I mean he's not he's not a scrub. But um, let's let, let's talk about the elephant in the room. I think go ahead. Just to be clear, one thing. Because you could argue that Gallardo did the same thing, right? <clears throat> that, that Gallardo showed a level, then he just lost it, and he hasn't shown it since. But the difference is that Gallardo, he could give you one or two plays, like really good plays. He can give you something offensively. Gallardo can give you... It's, it's, it's defensively where it's like Gallardo looks like a mess, and he's a left back, and, you know... Your left back can be offensive. I mean, your left back can, in a back three, your left back can just be, you know, a wing back and be totally offensive minded. But when you're playing a back a back four where, you know, he has to be able to defend, that's where it kind of stands out. So, but Vegas, like I said, Vegas doesn't really give you much off. That's why I don't really like him as a left back because he can't give you much offensively. Um, but he's really solid defending. But now we're, we're, I'm seeing him, you know, be a pretty much a turnstile. Like he was against Leon. He was. It was it was kind of hard to watch um, when I saw the replay of the game and and you know like he has to you know his bread and butter is defending and and it's just it's just not that and, and we're gonna see I mean I might as well we might as well talk about it right now but if, if Montes leaves you know he's gonna be counted upon um, heavily to to be help you know to help out um, to especially if Monterrey doesn't get anybody else like that's that's it and you're gonna I mean, if he loses his job to Edson Gutierrez or a younger player from the youth academy, then that's just um, a sign that, you know what, man, I don't think it's going to work out going forward with um, with him and Busetich. Um But like I said, let's talk about the elephant in the room, uh, and that's uh, Cesar Montes. Has it played the last two games? Uh, is more than, it's, I'd say 90%. Of, they're just trying to figure out how to pay, you know, Dynamo Moscow is trying to figure out how to pay Monterrey the the seven million plus it, well, what I read, it's seven million dollars, uh, seven million euros plus um, mm-hmm. three in add-ons. You know, whether it's you know it's yeah. bonuses, whatever, whatever. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't have the specifics of the bonuses. Um, I don't know. I don't know if if Monterrey keeps a percentage of of Montes's rights. I don't. I, I read that maybe they'll keep ten or twenty percent, but nothing like. Since that last offer, I haven't seen uh, uh, someone say, "Oh yeah, Monterrey's keeping a percentage." Um, so I don't know. Maybe maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Uh, I would I would like for Montes to keep at least ten percent. You know, if Monte, if Montes does really good in in Russia, um, and they sell him, you know, probably in the following year, um, Montes can can get some money from from that sale. Um, 
But let's talk about that because uh, that's just the news everybody's been going. You know, he, it, it's it, it's likely, you know, I'd say 90% it's pretty much done, sealed, and delivered. But obviously with transfers until the player's holding up the jersey and the team announces it, anything can happen. Uh, but, you know, re, you know, he's not in the lineup for the last two games because we know talks are going. Uh, but where are you on, on Montes leaving? Um, I think I feel like he, he would have left maybe two years ago before his contract expired and he renewed. Um, but I think he wanted to leave the club some money and obviously he was being a family. So I think those were two things that kind of made him want to stay for another year or two. Um, so where where are you on this, uh, pretty much pending departure from, from a player that pretty much we watched all grow up? Well, it's just, just, uh, it's weird because, um, I just said, this is a player that. We literally watched from day one. Uh, I mean, he had braces when he scored. The goal. We literally watched it. He had braces. Like, you watched him become, yeah, you know, a brace. Like, you know, he had braces as a teenager. And then we literally just watched him turn into, pretty much grow up into a man right in front of our eyes. Exactly. He, he was like, uh, I mean, he, not a was Like, he's uh, a super important player for us. Uh, it's that's the the bittersweet part of, of of football is that that uh when you have a guy that does it well for a continuum uh, for 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 a year or two you you are uh, you're kidding yourself if you're not expecting him or or whatever the person is uh to to get an offer um it's weird because Russia is not at the best time for <laughs> Yeah, there's a war going on. I mean, the war isn't in Russia. It's in the Ukraine, but Russia is involved in the war. And so, you know, you never know what's going to happen if, um, you know, one day Russia is like like Russian soil is a part of the war. I mean, he's going to the capital um, of Russia. But what I mean by that is that obviously the war, right? But. What I mean by that is that uh, Russia right now it's not invited to any. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, they're, they're not. To me, two things. I want I want to get your opinion on this because I kind of speculated. There's just two reasons why he would say yes to Russia. Obviously, going to Europe would be that 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 that's a foregone. I don't. That's not one of the reasons. But like going to Europe, okay, fine. But two of them will be Russia. Either you know Russian sponsors or Russian clubs know that maybe the band isn't gonna be. For as long as many people expect, I mean, yeah. one, there were some Russian sponsors that were like um, big in UEFA, cha- you know, UEFA competitions. I, one of the gas companies—I don't know how to pronounce it—the gas bomb or whatever that shit's called—that um, was the main like UEFA sponsor. Um, and you know, some of these clubs are in the know. Like these are rich, pe- you know, the people who own them, the people who sponsor. Like these are rich. Pe- rich people are in the know what's going on in their country. I mean, okay. you would, it would be, you would be stupid to think that rich people aren't aware of what's going on or what's going to happen in the future so to me it's that that's one of the my one of my speculations is that maybe they know they're not going to be banned for far too long or the other option would be uh if you know russian russian clubs are still selling to other european clubs they can still buy they can still sell like that's going on as normal so to me they would say hey play here more people are going to notice you and then whatever offer we get um that at least matches what we paid for you we'll let you go like we won't, we won't hassle. We won't negotiate. We get ten million for you, or seven plus three, 
uh, or 10 million just straight up, we'll let you go. There will be no negotiations. Good to go. Go to, go to whoever, go to the Italian club that bought you, Spanish club or whatever. To me, that, that would be the two reasons why he would go. Like, that, that, that's just my speculation. No, no, no information. That was just, that's just me thinking, um, you know, from like, that's just me shooting the shoot. Uh, I don't know. I want to get your thoughts on that. Oh, yeah. It is, it is, well, it is that, uh, as I, as I know it, like, as I know, not obviously the, the specific deal, but as I know the, the, the negotiation, uh, that uh, rumors that, that, that we heard is that that uh, Dynamo or whatever the club is, um, Dynamo they Moscow? just said, uh, <laughs> yeah, they just said like, uh, all right, so so just get here. There's no uh, ban for us if you do good, like six months or, or, or even a year, and and uh, we got we get an offer just to recruit that we just invest and then you that's one uh, of the sides of the operation the other thing that, that you were saying is that uh, the seven million three in, in bonuses and yes monterey is keeping 20 percent of the of the rights is mm -hmm. uh for for the player if if there's a sale in the future yeah so you, say say yeah say if if, if dynamo moscow sells them for 20 million 20 percent of that's going to monterey exactly yeah and in euro so and, that's uh, that's helpful that's always helpful <laughs> that, that's that's even better so that's it and that's that's pretty much how how he's looking at it and uh, obviously what people close to him um, family and friends had said um is that he really wants to to go to Europe? That's the first thing. That like he didn't get got an offer from any other club, so this is his way to just get there. He knows he he has this huge confidence in himself that it's just a matter of getting there. Yeah, and I'm gonna make it out. Uh, I'm gonna make it there just by being me, which makes sense because. Yeah, look yeah at I, as much as I love Monterrey, like it's gonna be easier to people to look at you. I mean, like I said, <laughs> European teams are still buying from Russian clubs. Like, there's no, mm -hmm. there's no, you know, there's yeah. nothing, there's no ban on that. I mean, it's just, you know, the the Europe, you know, the the competitions, European competitions is the only downside. Um, uh, and but I think you know he'll be more on the radar. Um, since you know. Yeah. You know, a lot of players, like, uh, there was a Paraguayan player that kind of, I forgot his name, but he, you know, Mos Dynamo Moscow needs, you know, central defenders. Um, and so they're, they're trying to, like, buy cheap in Latin America and then, I think, you know, give them playing time, raise them up, and then ship a mile out. Um, so I think that's that's probably the, like I said, it's probably the negotiation. Hey, we won't hassle for a fee. If, you, if we get the amount or a little bit more of what we invested in you, you're good to go. We're not gonna. We're not gonna hassle the club that's interested in you. Uh, uh, just, just like, like if you use your your pretty much your logic, uh, you know that for instance you have uh, that was what I was gonna say. Uh, you have a Johan Basten playing in in, in Italy, right? Um, he's not a third 
of what Cesar Montes is. Even though people want to think he is. <laughs> Even though that, obviously, because he's playing in the middle, whatever. He's like, he's just, when it comes to capabilities and skills or whatever you want to call it, Montes haven't been, hadn't been here for two years and he was like three years younger. Mm-hmm. And then on top of on top of that, in the national team, it's Montes first. Yeah, it's because Montes has that. Montes has the the ability to like he has the height advantage. Montes is high, taller than than Vasquez. Um, Montes can deliver those long, those as Pat would say, those long balls uh, to, to, <laughs> to 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 you know uh, jumpstart the attack. Like I don't need to pass it to a midfielder. I can. You know, shoot it, shoot it to my winger from from the distance from the back end, and boom, there's the attack starting. Like, like that's why a lot of people say that, that Mexico has not had that since Rafa Marquez. Like, Cesar, I've seen Cesar Montes. I mean, I've seen it sometimes at the Mexican national team. He's able to like make those long passes from the back end and jumpstart the attack. Like, Johan Vasquez doesn't have that. He, he doesn't have that. He doesn't have that ability to, to pass from the back end like that from distance. Let's just let's just ask. One more thing to go, sure. Which is, uh, if if Montes is already in Europe, he's gonna be playing there like for two months or maybe three, uh, in Russia. So now he's gonna get to the national team from Russia. So he's he's gonna be known at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be on people's radar, more- and I think that's his. That's Obviously, I want you know. Obviously, he's going like to me. I remember uh, when the war started. There was like the the Brazilian players from I think was it Shakhtar Donetsk. I don't know how you pronounce that last part, but um, like they had trouble getting out of the country. Uh, obviously, like I said, Russia is not like their Russian soil isn't you know uh, involved. But you know, like the dude has a young family. I don't know if his family is going. Like I don't know if his I don't know if it's his wife or girlfriend. Um, but they do have like a, a one year old daughter. Um, you know, and, and you just hope that they, you know, like, you know, they, they're, they're safe. And, and obviously he just spends maybe six months, maybe t- at the year the most, and is able to parlay that into a move to, to you know, at least the top six, you know, whether it's the, ne- the Netherlands, maybe Portugal, you know, one of those big clubs in Portugal or, or, or Amps, you know, in, in, in the Netherlands, or, or he goes to one of the top five leagues, um, you know, uh, I, I just, you know, hope hope he, he's he's safe and his family is safe if they're going with him or if he maybe leaves them behind and, and, and says, hey, let me do this. And then once he he finds a club in, in Europe, you know, he'll bring him over. Um, I'll see what he, what he likes to do there. But um, I think he's going to succeed. The guys, like I said, it's, it's hard to see him go. Um, but I think he's going to do well. And I, and, I, and, I, and I hate that people are kind of saying, like, you know, of all you know, of all times to leave, like why didn't he leave earlier? Like I said, dude, the dude started a family. Like he signed with Monterrey to like want to leave them something, um, and then he started a family. You know, I'm pretty sure you know his. I guess I don't know if it's, if it's his girlfriend or his wife. Um, um, you know, they wife. started a family. Or, okay, it's his wife. You know, they started a family. Like you know, a pregnancy and then having a, a you know being new parents. Like, I feel like people who say, oh, why didn't why didn't he leave earlier? Just they don't play. They don't count. That's been my big issue with these types of Twitter accounts or people who just think about the national team or whatever. It's like, bro, like, this is this is person, this is like real life stuff. Like, you're not gonna move your 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 pregnant wife, you know, and you you're both new parents, you know, 
you know, I'm pretty sure his wife said, hey, you know, let's spend a year here. Uh, you, you know, let's have our daughter grow up here for at least yeah. a year, get the hang of being parents. And then the, the offer you get, let, we'll go, you know, which, whichever offer you get, we'll go, you know. And I think Montes had that idea when he signed like that two year extension or whatever it was. Um, and, and, you know, like and, and I think Monterrey probably did the same thing and say, hey, you know what, sign here. You know, you get an offer that, that we deem that's suitable or that's at least, you know, in the neighborhood of what we value we'll let you go like it won't be like okay we'll try to negotiate because that's i think that's what monterey has been doing like usually in the past monterey will be kind of stingy a little bit and negotiate like monterey hasn't really like been you know like send us the second offer you know it's been it's pretty much in the ballpark of what they value him and they're not like making a big deal out of it it's now just okay how we're gonna get the payment you know at least that's that's just my takeaway from from this stuff like the guy the guy stayed here because he was starting a family like I don't understand why people like are bashing him and saying, "Hey, why of all places to go to, or or why didn't you go earlier?" Like, bro, like sometimes you know his wife has a say in this. You know, they have a daughter. You know, like it's just you know different with Johan Vasquez. Johan Vasquez like maybe he might have a girlfriend, but he's not like a dad. You know, like that shit's different when you're a dad. You know, you can't just think for yourself. Like I'm I'm going to Europe. You know, like no, you got to think up. You got to talk it over with your wife. Um, and I think that's what's been the only issue that's gonna bug me uh, about this whole thing. And uh, just to, 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 to clarify, I mean, it, it obviously has a lot to do with with the uh, whole transfer. But uh, it's, it's just common sense, bro. I mean, we we having a kid, and uh, we don't know anybody there. We don't know any doctors. We don't know nothing. Obviously, you, you're not going to risk that. So it's just the smart thing to do like to stay here just get accustomed to the role that you're uh participating with in your family now and now that you're a little bit uh more sure yeah you know how to be you know how to do you know you know how to be a parent now you know you got some years and then you had your family more than likely him and his wife's family helped them out get the hang of being parents knowing what to do with, with their daughter now that you have okay now we feel comfortable we know how to, you know, you know, we know how to raise our daughter. Um, let's go. You know, we can go now. But I just feel like people sometimes they forget that that this, I, these types of I, these I'm things gonna... are, are personal. You know, it's it's not just especially when they mix in a family like it's not FIFA. You know, you just can't say let's just move. You know, like it, it, I don't know. I feel like some some of these people don't have kids or they don't have major responsibilities where it's like, okay, let's move, you know, or, or they just forget that athletes are people too. Like, it's just like, you know, they see them as just robots or, or just, you know, they don't have, there's no emotion. Like, you know, uh, you know, you have a wife, you have a daughter, you know, a newborn daughter, you're not just going to move up in a pandemic, you know? Yeah, exactly. Let me put it like this. That's the reason why I don't respond anymore to a lot of people. Just, I just tweet whatever I want to tweet. And even if this is a good morning, everybody, I'm going to have somebody bashing me, like saying some just weird out of the blue thing, like has nothing to do with the tweet. But I, that's why I only like just tweet whatever I want to tweet. Because if I start to like, it's gonna fuck with my mind a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, 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 like. Imagine you, you get up in the morning, you just tweet out, "Good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's okay. This and that, whatever." 
And then you have a guy like, fuck you and the family, and I'm going to kill you. Like, what? <laughs> so if you start to read that, I mean, I used to. I used to, like, yeah. read the, the, the answers for my kids and, and whatever. But now I just don't pay no mind to it because yeah. it, it, it was the point that it, it, it was that, really like, weird. It, it, and, it's weird. Yeah. And, and so I, I think that kind of, like, what? and I wanted to say, like, The reason too, like I know Eric Aguirre got a lot of heat um, when he left Pachuca for Monterrey, and then like I, I kind of like was confused about it too. But then I seen, oh shit, like, he has a kid. Like I didn't realize he had a kid, and so it's like, bro, he's trying to like make some money first, set something up for his kid, you know, to make sure, like, because you know, you you got you only got one career. You, it, a lot of people try to live, you know, through these players trying to say, oh, I would go to Europe, I would, but like, dude, he has a kid. He he wants to set, he wants to make sure he has fun secured so his kid lives a good life for the rest of his life you know and then mm -hmm. you know like he's still 25 years old like he can leave like i said like we talked about earlier he if he plays this well and he plays with the national team this well um if he gets to start you know he's going to be on his way to europe but like his first you know thought is okay i gotta secure i gotta secure some funds for to have my kids to make sure my wife and my kid or you know are all set like sometimes i feel like some of these people who who run these like team like football hoviness shit, shit like they don't think about like shit like real life like life like you yeah. know it's like there's a reason why they make these decisions if i have a kid i want to make sure my kid is set up for life i got to secure the funds you know i'm not gonna go to europe and risk not having secured funds just because i uh you know a kid with a fucking diego linus profile pick thinks that i'm wasting my career here you know like i gotta fucking you know that's not gonna like make sure my daughter or my son is set for life you know right. and, and you know like, like i said it's, it's different it's, mindset it's, when you have kids it's when you different life mindset when you have life experience when you're like 18 19 20 years old you're thinking like oh shit i would go to europe right now but like you know it, it is what it is there on that point but um anything else you want to add on that so anything else you want to add just one quick thing i think the uh, the, the the biggest problem with this type of accounts is that uh that we have transfer market right there and we have FIFA on manager mode right there. So everybody thinks like it's just that easy. Like I'm just going to go to transfer market and oh, well, he's 10 million. So let's just buy him. That's it. You just got to put out, put up uh, 10 million and we're going to get that player from you. Oh, bro, it's not. You gotta think like he has to like his family has to like the city. He I, has to like the yeah. city. He has to like the country. Um, you know, it, it, people yeah. remove the personal stuff from all these types of things. So they don't think about his. You know, am I? How, how's the area for my kids? How's you know? I I think they just think that just having a lot of millions of dollars is enough for mm -hmm. for people to say, oh yeah, he'll come here. You know, but like. It's not just about, quant you know, it's about having a good quality life because that's your home for the next four or five years. Like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna move to, like, Alabama just because I like a job, you know. It's like, I don't like I don't like the South. I don't like it's too hot for me. It's too too sticky. Um, you know, I'd rather, like, pay more taxes to live in a good city with the beach, you know. It's all people's preference. It's, it's, it's just it is what it is there. It's not these are people with, you know, personal beliefs, you know, personal you know, what they like and, and you know, what, what they look for when, when you know, they're, they're trying to find a new home or whatever. But, um, uh, yeah, uh, so, uh, Pat, uh, no, that's one last thing, or two last things. So, Montes is more than likely leaving. Um, do you hold on to those funds? 
um, and wait until the winter transfer window? Or do you buy knowing that you run the risk of maybe a team trying to gouge you, um, knowing that they, that you need a center back or, or maybe if you go with a, a fullback, uh, trying to try to rack up the price on a, on a player? Do you, do you hold on to those funds and, and use them in the winter transfer window? Or do you use these last couple of weeks to, to fill that spot? What, what do you think the club's going to do or, or what would you think? What would you do? I, I would definitely wait because uh, it's gonna be uh, if if when nobody knows that they're gonna need a key player or, or or any player for that matter when it comes to money if nobody knows that there's there's this deal and they know they got ten million or at least seven million you know they know a they know they're rich and b they just got seven million so a team is going to like say eh, you know what for a guy that's worth five million or that you value at five million make it eight you know you know yeah yeah so uh i would i would just on one i would buy uh, not buy well i would get uh if it is this kid from Nakaxa, the, the center back from Nakaxa, the, the youngster, I don't recall his name, but he's really good. He's really, really good. I would go for him if it is like six, five to six million, I would say all right. But my, like, that's just me, but my uh, business side of thinking, uh, I would definitely wait. I would definitely hold on. And uh, because even if we like it or not, we do have players uh, to do, uh, that departure, at least for this tournament. So you're not in that big of a rush. It's obvious Montes is not just any guy. He was even the captain at some point. So he's important, right? But I would definitely wait because with that money, you could get somebody um, uh, more suited flash replacement in the in the in, in the winter transfer window is you're gonna have time to just investigate or, or 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 find who who could fill that spot. If you do it like rushing, it, it, it's more of a risk than anything else. So I would I me Rompas I I would wait, but I don't know. The, the Davino has gone crazy this this transfer window. So who knows? He may, he might already have somebody in line, and we're gonna see the kid from Puebla now. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I, but I think it's gonna be a Mexican player. I think it's gonna be whether it's um, uh, the guy from the kid from Puebla, maybe the kid from Toluca. Um, mm-hmm. it's, I think it's gonna be a, a Mexican player. I think it's gonna be someone that's Mexican. Um, so. Uh, Go ahead. No, it should be Mexican because you're, you're, you're losing a Mexican, and obviously, you have to, to to consider that next year you're gonna have one spot less for foreigners. So, well, not not developed in Mexico is the actual term. So, so you have that also on the table. So it has to be Mexican. Or you're gonna have to ship out, you know, unless you ship out. Um... I think the two candidates are going to be um, 
obviously one of them is going to be Matias Kamenuita, and the other one's more than likely going to be Seth Ortiz just because of age um, and his contract being up. I think those are the two guys that are going to be out. Um, obviously, there, there's, you know, maybe maybe there's another thing that, that comes up, but um, if I were to, to bet my money on which two foreign players are going to be, you know, going out, I think it's going to be those two um, just because it's a defensive midfielder and, you know, you can, I, I would be, you know, you can you can find a Mexican defensive midfielder um, either mm-hmm. in your youth system or you can just buy one. Um, but yeah, I think I think it, my my money is on a Mexican player. But obviously, if they if they move on from those two players, then maybe it opens up a spot to think about uh, or you know maybe Sebastian Vegas leaves too. So um, you know they're, they're able to just expand you know their search um, for a, a center back. But I agree with you. I agree. Maybe holding off until the winter transfer window just because, like I said, I, I'm not. Uh, I don't, I don't want them to like overpay for a player that's just worth four million, you know, double that. Um, you know, I, I think they're, they're, they they should wait um, and just not 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 be not be you know not have to overpay um, on that end. But um, last last question here, um, as we as we were recording uh, the MLS uh, All Star Game with the Liga MX um, is. Uh, it just finished, but um, it uh, next year, um, as I mentioned uh, on Twitter just a couple of days ago, Monterrey is going to have to be part of the the league's cup. Monterrey has avoided it for, for since they created that thing, but next year they they are now able to avoid it. Um, uh, depending on what Monterrey does this tournament and next tournament, um, if they reach the final, then maybe they cannot put too much emphasis on it. But um, obviously, the winner gets a spot in the the CONCACAF Champions League, um, which, you know, gives them an uh, opportunity to get the, the the Club World Cup bid or, you know, the Club World Cup spot. Um, what's your take on, on Monterrey having to so just finally have to participate in these types of tournaments that they've kind of avoided um, for, for, for pretty much since, since they started creating these things? Um, just to wrap up the pod, what, what's your take on Monterrey um, finally having to, to, to participate, you know, beginning next year? I can. I'm. I'm sure I can speak not just for Monterey, but for all of Mexican football. Uh, I. I see that the majority of people do not want to play this tournament. Uh, because it is just money. That's just it. It's just business. Uh, even, even. What makes it even. Uh, weirder, if that's a word, is just that if you win it, you get a spot to the CONCACAF championship. Uh, that doesn't make sense at all. For me, it doesn't make sense. Because you have to be a champion of your league to be there. So, it, it's, it's I think CONCACAF got their to... share of money. <laughs> I think CONCACAF yeah, was like, okay, so give have... me some of this share of this money and we'll yeah, add exactly. you. Uh, <laughs> it's just I mean, business-wise, it makes sense because it, it could be uh, entertaining to see Carlos Vela play here in Monterey. It could but be I think fun. all games uh, are going to be. I think all the games are going to be like in North or like in the United States. I don't know how they're going to map that out, but it would be it would be uh, like just because you know they they get all the money from like the entrance would be in dollars. You know, it wouldn't be in Mexican pesos. It would all everything would be in dollars. Like. 
yeah. I, I would be Supposed- surprised. I would be surprised if they were yeah. like, okay, we're gonna have some in, in, in Mexico. I would be surprised just because of that aspect. Like, if you already going, if we already know it's a business, then it would be weird not to just go full and dive in and say, okay, everything we're gonna get, everything that we're making from this tournament is gonna be in dollars. But one thing though, do you think like, like let's say uh, Monterey has it's seventy-seven games, bro. So do you think like oh, they're gonna? I didn't even know it was gonna be that have, much. Yeah, it's seven same fucking games. So do you think Mexican teams are just gonna say, "All right, let's go two months to the United States and let's just stay there and just play whatever city sink is"? Some of the broke teams might say, "Yeah." Some of the broke teams that really need some money might might be pot like you know, like Chivas needs money. Fucking even America might need some money, even though won by Televisa. You know, like they, some of these clubs that really like, I'll be like, you know. I think it would all depend. Like that. Monterrey, Monterrey won't. Monterrey is backed by FEMSA. They, they, you know, they, they have the power to say, you know, no, no, we don't want that. But at the end of the day, you know, if there's more teams in dire need of money, then you know, there's gonna, that's gonna be probably the issue. I, 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 I get that. I, 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 I agree with that. Like, if you, if you're a team like Pumas or, or even Cholos or name it, whatever, whatever, Monterrey Tigres of America. To be here, every other club is gonna want that. But what I mean is, I don't think like Pumas has the like the funds to go to the states for two months and just and just be okay financially, right? And even worse, if you don't win nothing, like it's just gonna be a, like just spending crazy mm-hmm. money. It just doesn't make sense. Now, as I read the comments, the comments on on that situation, and that's obviously just people, random people talking. I I saw that uh, a couple of guys were saying that uh, this is obviously not official yet. That it could be like um, uh, uh like like uh, way home, away uh, and home, uh, yeah. games. From from certain part of the tournament, not obviously not all of it, but at least let's say that, that there's a final, semifinals, and final. That mm-hmm. that would be uh, a two game uh, knockout. Yeah. yeah, that would make sense. You see, but the thing is, as you said, and you just point that out perfectly. The main thing is bringing dollars. So yeah. obviously, when you put Mexican teams and MLS teams, you're not gonna see a lot of MLS teams <laughs> on the on the big stages. You just not. There's a huge different deal aside of Pumas, obviously, because mm-hmm. they're just fucked up. Uh, from let's say from from because when you when you analyze a, um, a tournament, you're not supposed to be analyzing the top clubs, right? Because mm-hmm. That's just doesn't make sense. Like Monterey, Tigres, America, and against uh, LA Galaxy, uh, uh, who else? I don't know. Seal Saunders or yeah. those teams. All right, <clears throat> they could uh, they could have one or two good games. But if you have like the 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 the, the lower table clubs from the MLS, they don't play shit. Like you have a uh, 
a Cholos or a Puebla against them, it's just going to be a blood, a blood, bro. But it's just call spade a spade. So I, I, that's the, the, the weird part that if, if we come to a, a, a big stage like quarterfinals, mm -hmm. you have yeah. uh, eight teams from Mexico. It wouldn't make sense to play all those teams in the United States. But mm -hmm. at the same time, if you want to bring colors, that's the way you're yeah. going to have to do it. Yeah. So uh, it's weird. Just, yeah. For me, it's just weird that we have done that at all. Yeah, it's it's Monterrey. Like I said, Monterrey's avoided that tournament, but um, next year, it, you know, it's gonna come and and they're gonna have to be in it. Uh, last thing, actually, you kind of reminded me a little bit when you said Pumas. You kind of tricked tricked something. And I know we gotta go. Um, what does Monterrey need to do to like be in these types of friendlies against like these European clubs when they're like, whether it's like playing against Barcelona and Barcelona, um, or playing you know like Real Madrid, um, in these types of tournaments, um, you know, when they're they're playing friendlies in the U.S. Um, what does Monterrey have to do to um, be one of the teams to like say, hey, you know, do you guys want to participate in this? I know we've talked about it a little bit in the past, but um, especially watching some of these teams embarrass themselves, like Chivas and and, and Pumas, like really embarrass themselves, um, and and people thinking like, oh, okay, that's the Mexican League when the the they're two teams that don't have any money. You know, if you're a casual fan, you'll say, what the fuck is the mexican league doing you know what the hell's going on there um you know when when you know there's two teams that are, really don't have much financial muscle to grab good players um but i just wanted to ask you a little bit like what what, what do you think Monterrey has to do to get into these types of games um get this type you know raise their profile a little bit because you know they have to just because they're going to be a host of the you know the world cup in, in four years but what what do you think i just want to get your your quick thoughts on that well, what do you think Monterrey can do to raise their profile and be in these types of, of, of games um, just because they have also, they have like the, the, the depth to like, you know, rotate, you know, like, like you look at Chivas, you like, like some of these Pumas, like they don't have the depth Monterrey has to like rotate squad or, you know, rotate their squad to, to be in a friendly, you know, at the early of the week and then play a league game, you know, on a, on a Saturday or a Sunday, um, you know, Monterrey has that, that, like I said, we look at the bench, um, Uh, but what, at the end of the day, like, what, what do you think Monterrey has to do to be a part of these types of games going forward? Because, you know, they, they, they got to raise their profile, like I said. Well, first, they, they would have to want to do so. They don't want it. At the moment, it's not something uh, that has uh, a, a big importance on the, on the club. But... It is going to come to to a point where the World Cup here in Mexico, well, not the World Cup, but yes, the World Cup, but no, the the few games that we're going to get is going to is going to make them uh, want to to expand the, the brand and, and and so on and so forth. So they they will do that, but at the moment, I don't know why, but it's not something that they that they are striving on like it's just what it is um i think knows that uh outside of um, houston or or well texas we don't really have that much of a fan base so it could go either way but again if you have a 
game against Madrid, you don't need your pen. Yeah, you don't need to. You know, just that raises like if you if if, if like if they put together a performance like they did against Liverpool against Real Madrid, where they like put you know they even if it's a friendly, they take them to the edge. You know that that makes a lot of people like wonder like who who's this team? You know, because I think one of the Chivas accounts that I follow said, you know, how many, like, kids are just going to be putting up with, like, rooting for a losing team? Like, Monterrey has money. Monterrey plays good football. Monterrey can get the best players that they want. Like, at some point, some fans are going to be like, well, I'm not going to root for a losing team just because my dad roots for a losing team. I, well, I want to see, like, look at this team. And then, like I said, like, raising their profile, um, you know, like, I guess I started this account, and, like, I look I, I look at some people, like, that who aren't even Mexican, they're like, take an interest in Monterrey, you know? Like, it's weird, like, you know? Um, and I think Monterrey... Go ahead. My mind, quick, quick thing, because mentioned that uh, I have, uh, like, uh, my other thing that I really follow is uh, Battle Rap, right? Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with soccer, football. But I, I am a huge... Uh, guy from that is from England, Charlie Harlow. Uh, he follows me because of battle rap, not because of football, obviously. Mm. A Manchester City fan. And uh, we, when we used, we, we were exchanging like tweets or, or DMs even, uh, we never spoke about football because he was, he is from England and has nothing to do with me. Like, like I don't, Follow since Ronaldo went away from, from Manchester United. I don't just don't follow that much of a of English football, right? So, but I remember that back in 2020, a year after uh, Monterey played against Liverpool, he he DM'd me and he said, "You're you're a fan of this club, right?" And he's he he sent me like the screenshot of the of the actual like the Google image when you yeah you monitor yeah. and, and and I was like damn yeah why you guys killed Liverpool like that was his first thing like you should have won that thing and I was like yeah everybody thinks that <laughs> like Allison was the fucking best player of of all Liverpool players and that. I didn't pay no mind to it at that moment because it was just like, all right. Well, but now that you think about it, you have a guy from England who his only reference was is that game, and he said like, like from Mexico, bro. Like I don't follow as much, but I'm gonna follow your team. Yeah, so, that's pretty much yeah. Like it, it's just for me, it's huge because it's England. Like the Mecca. Like that's some like this is put into context. Like if you're a rapper, right? Mm -hmm. It's just if somebody from New York that oh you're a great rapper. You guy from Guadalupe Nuevo Leon, you're a great rapper. Like you can't be like, fuck. This is a guy who invented this shit, right? So literally that's what happened here. And uh, I didn't want it to like Load that up because you was a personal conversation. So yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, no, that's thing, that, that's pretty much what's happened to me. Like I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have his username at the top of me, but like I have somebody who's like a Filipino, um, 
Everton fan that that follows my account, and it's like he's early into Monterrey, so it's like, and I'm pretty, you know, I don't, I've never asked, you know, I've never had a conversation like, hey, how do, how do, you know, you're you're not Mexican, you know, maybe it's because of that Liverpool game because you know you follow Everton, um, that you maybe got an interest, but I, I've never asked how do you, how did you become, and you know, mm-hmm. I don't never, I never asked some of these people who are not like Mexican, um, you know, how how they follow, you know, but like. That's the thing. Like that's how you grow the brand, and that's I, I hope you know. I hope the club really starts thinking like that because you know they have like a lot of resources that they can switch these some of these Chivas fans if they wanted to into like Monterrey fans just because nobody at some point somebody gets tired of just rooting for a losing team, you know. And I really hope they take advantage. Of, you know, to put it into football terms to, to wrap up the conversation, how many people are Patriots Patriots fans now that would like not patriots fans like in the 1990s or like in the early like how like is they like how many people are rooting for the patriots now you know how many people are now going to be kansas city chiefs fans like they probably don't i've never been to missouri never been to kansas city and like oh i'm going to root for them because they got patrick mahomes and and they have a really good offense like it's not you don't even have to say oh they're from one today like then i it's the third largest country in this you know in the city or you know the third largest city in the country but it's like no, they play attractive football. They get the best players um, from from you know whether it's in Mexico or, or, or you know South America. They get really good players that 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 you know that, that are attractive to watch. You know, it's it, to mm-hmm. me. I really hope the team starts realizing that. Hey, man, let's let's get in some of these things. Let's grow our fan base. Let's let's grow our name because, like I said, man, they got so much potential just because they have they, they can they have the resources that that some of these other clubs don't have that they can use. I mean, how many how many times does the stadium go viral from 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 an English mm-hmm. you know account? Like, dude, like that's not even something you have to do. Like every like every month, I always see an English football account just retweeting different angles of of the stadium. Like they got they they are yeah. asleep. For yeah. me, they are a sleeping giant that just needs a kick in the ass to like start thinking big. Like just wrap. Like I know we're going a little bit longer, but like. I really hope they, 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 whether it's you, whether it's the fan base, and say, hey, man, look at this shit. Like, you're staying, you don't have to do anything, and that shit goes viral, you know? Different angles, mm-hmm. whether it's from the, from, from the typical, you know, upper decks, from the, you know, from the, you know, skyway, from a drone type of picture. It's like, bro, like, nobody does this shit. Everybody is like, bro, like, I think the stadium is now, like, it's probably on par with, like, the Maracana, like, where it's, like, Oh shit! Yeah, that's that one stadium in Mexico. Like they don't even have to know about Monterrey, but like, bro, like they can say, oh, that's that one stadium in Mexico. I always see it go viral, like almost every other month, you know. And it's like, bro, just like tap into that shit, you know. Like, <laughs> just you know, I really hope they start thinking like that, just because you know, like they should be in these games, not not fucking Pumas, not Chivas, like, bro, like not to like grow your play against Juventus, play against Manchester City, play against fucking Real Madrid, like grow your fucking name, grow grow your people's interest in your club, like. Like the league isn't doing shit. They're, they're they're just focused on money. Who gives a fuck, you know? But like you do you do what you got to do and grow your grow your profile. Like you, you you have so much. Like how many people would want to see that game against Leon? Like not even a fucking common fan would like. They would be so interested in watching them rack up five goals against Leon, and being that's the type of football that they're gonna give you. <clears throat> Think of that in the past, but as I know, uh, they have this huge uh, marketing uh, um, plan for 20, 2022 and so on for yeah. the next 
Yeah. Uh, it's going to change. It's going to change that. Uh, the, the approach is going to change because now you have to do it. Like, it's your stadium first. Yeah, you're, you're going to have and people from all over the world come. You know, everybody's going to come. Right. And, like, nobody gives a shit about the other club, like, in the fucking city. Like, their stadium is crap. It's garbage. Nobody's going to give a fuck. Like, you go, the, people are going to go to your fucking stadium, going to see your fucking, like, badge, going to see all the fucking trophies that you want, and they're going to be like, okay, who the fuck plays here, you know? Or who, who's this <laughs> yeah. club, you know? Like, uh, oh, it's yeah. this club, you know? They, they, if, if, and if they, somebody asks, oh, yeah, they, 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 play, they, they, they spend a lot of money, they, they play attractive football, oh, shit, I'll check them out, you know? Yeah. I hope I hope you know I hope we can put the pressure. I know it's going to be me and you just playing the pressure on them to start thinking big and start thinking like you know you should be in these games and not Chivas and not Pumas because they're they're garbage. Um, and then you got the other team that has a a guy that doesn't want to take the vaccine, so he can't even travel anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, we're gonna end it there. We're gonna end it there. That's how we're gonna end that podcast. That's how we're gonna end it. Yeah, they, their best player can't travel anywhere. Um, uh, Rompas, uh, if you want to plug in anything, um, uh, I know uh, yes, you, you, just, anything else you want to plug in before we go. Just, just as usual. Uh, follow at uh, Rompas is back. Uh, we're closing in eighteen point three. You have a lot I of followers. Uh, it, it's kind of like it kind um, of escaped me that you have a lot of followers now. Like I, I just woke up. I think you're close to like. I think you're in twenty thousand, or you're at least close. Like, I, 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 you know, I don't look at the follow account, but like, it's like overnight. It was like, oh damn, he was like at fifteen, and all of a sudden, like, you're either at twenty thousand or you're like nearing it. So it's like it just like it just like you know blew yeah, up. It's it's weird. Well, not weird because uh because of uh, the the change of jobs that I had this uh. Last couple of months, this the previous one. Uh, you, you you notice it. I couldn't do any fucking podcast ever. Uh, it, it it was too consuming of of my time, and now it's uh, it's more of a. I'm more free to do to to do it. So just out of that, like the last two months, I gained like a, I think a, a k and a half something like that. Yeah. So is that what usually happened to my account? But uh, for a year and a half, it was like, like I was just—it was me first, and then the second of all, I, I didn't care. I not that I care too much, but <laughs> but obviously, I I I always try to 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 do bring right. So yeah, the, the account's growing again, and. Uh, and uh, I'm I'm here with 20k uh, mark. I I have the 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 request. I have done the request to be verified. Uh, I know it's a long shot, but I I pretty much meet all the 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 requirements. Uh, because I have gone viral. I I am in the news. Uh, yeah. More. One or two times a month, so everybody knows me. Uh, well, not everybody, but yeah, but they, no yeah. Twitter, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a lot of people like use me as a reference, so I think I might be perfect. So yeah, yeah, definitely got to do that. Um, uh, as per usual, just follow the count. Um, I've every time I try to 
gif as much as I can now. Now that this shit is going, like the games are going on VIX Plus, it's I hate yeah. it. <laughs> I hate this fucking streaming service. And then the Kaksa game is gonna be on VIX Plus, so now they're like really cutting into like my ability to gif because their streaming service like blocks any like type of screenshots or whatever. Um, and I don't want to pay six ninety nine for for that shit. Um, uh, I know I know you guys have like box box premium too. <laughs> So it's like, bro, they're, they're making it so hard to watch these fucking games. Um, but yeah, I try to. I mean, I try to give as much as I can. Um, you know, when the games are like on Fox Deportes, just and to the end, whenever they're on there, um, just because it's a lot easier um, than looking for a stream and it's shitty or whatever. But um, yeah, follow follow the gifts. I mean, the game against Leon, a lot of them kind of went viral or not viral, but like they got a lot of good traction. Um, I missed, I missed, a, I missed an opportunity to make a Ramiro Funes Mori joke that I didn't think just because I was working, I didn't have a, it didn't come to my uh, attention that I was using that I used center back and he had as a twin brother that played center back. Um, but yeah, I try to give as much as I can, um, you know, just uh, or, or clip whatever you know, do all that stuff just because you know, good I, way to cover I, the club. I thought, of, I, I thought of, a, of a video that I think that could go viral, but Becerro didn't want to do it. Because if you watch uh, Rayados and Leon and then Rayada this Monday, there's a uh, play, the, the first uh, working road goal that uh, she gets past, um, and she pretty much kicks the ball way outside of the of the of the of the goal um, area really good and goes over the the goalkeeper uh and then you have a similar play but it was Berterame mm-hmm. and he kicked it all like he was kicking it with the fucking wet paper and he didn't play anything so I told the Cerro you should do <laughs> you should clip this and to work you up on but he was too afraid to do <laughs> so, like, I don't want yeah. to mess with people. If I, if I know how to do it, I, I would. I would. Because yeah. it was funny. It was. Yeah. 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 Um, Other than that, just all, all, all my rompistas as usual. Uh, obviously, thank you for listening, for sharing, for commenting, for everything that you guys do. Um, and uh, well, it's always nice to 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 share some football thoughts with you, my yeah. friend, and. Uh, Big shout out to Long Ball uh, Pat because he was remembered in this episode. Yes, he, he's always remembered when we record. Um, but yeah, it's an hour and a half. I think this should cover up for the rest of the season until we're back. You know, hopefully on a on a good note that that, that Monterrey wins the league. Um, I don't want to do a podcast where they disappoint. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff that we covered. We're going for an hour, but we go thirty minutes over just because we always do this shit. Um, but don't bust, as mm-hmm. always. Thank you for joining me. Um, you know, good talking to you. Um, and I am out.